0: Section twenty nine of Stories and Pictures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Bellevue, Washington. Stories and Pictures by I. L. Peretz. Translated by Helena Frank section twenty nine travel pictures the yartsef rabbi the yartsef rabbi is a man who has all that heart desireth he gets four roubles a week and that is really more than enough how are they not an odd couple without children he used to be dian in a larger town there also he had four roubles a week and nearly cut his fingers to bits over dried herring from week's end to week's end here it's different he goes through his daily fare for my benefit for breakfast what shall he say a little milk gruel for dinner sometimes half a pound of meat and in the evening a glass of hot tea with stale rolls he really cannot hold more when one lives in the country one must follow country customs and they are much the best dinner in the large towns is a ruination and a misery if there should happen not to be any meat for dinner well he can afford to wait to eat until supper time sometimes early in the day there is a little vegetable soup with dripping that is how one lives in yartsef and one does very well in the large town it was often difficult to get on not that he cared he really doesn't like meat on weekdays it is heavy food on week days he likes an onion with a little sour milk he prefers sour milk even to purim herbs it is his nature but the rabbitson she wouldn't look at it he smiles as he glances at her her feelings used to get hurt it was jealousy how was that well the Shoset's wife had sausage, and she, the dianty, not so much as a bone. Wasn't that humiliating? Ha! Huh. Now he has done with all of that. In Yartsev, thank God, they all eat meat every Sabbath, and every mutton, and weekdays all fare much alike too so long as the rabetzin has no one to envy it's all right to envy throws in the rebetson. i know i know laughs the rabbi's head with the tiny wrinkles the beard with the soft end quivers the old eyes grow moister i know it was not the sinful body you were thinking of but the honor of the law of course a socet sausage and a dyin no that was very wrong a dyin is distinctly greater than a socet well well anyhow here i am quit of all that where they don't kill for a whole week at a time he is still better pleased with the fresh country air in the large towns, the householders must live in large houses. The rich householders live in the middle, below in the cellars, and above in the attics. Poor people, including paid officials of the community, like himself, in summer, he had felt suffocated there. it went so far that the rebetson stole away his snuff-box so that he might at any rate not stuff snuff up his nose but she had to give it him back without snuff he was nowhere he cannot even sit and read without it even when not taking any he must have the root snuff-box to finger while he studies and even as now when talking he would lose the train of his thought and not find suitable words in which to express himself if he had not got it what do you think when he first saw yartsef with the wide grass-grown marketplace he would have liked a band to play and a band played on that day all kohol was at home and they came to meet him with chamber music and he was charmed by the little tiny houses like pieces of root tobacco there is one walled in the big one in the centre of the market-place it is the lord's and the stairs he got away from when he left the large town he is naturally weak in the legs in another year he would have been without feet then the restfulness of it here quiet not a dog barks and the children leviadil don't shout there are thirty boys and perhaps six teachers so they're kept well in hand not as in the large towns at Purim and hanukkah then they shout yes they make a fearful noise but otherwise you don't hear a sound above all a blessing from his dear name there are no quarrels two or three chasidim with blue fringes but he prays for their life because when they die may it not be for a hundred years there will be a to-do over their burial meanwhile there is peace the inhabitants of the place are all peddlers or messengers even the artisans do not remain at home but go and work in the villages even the feldshire goes about the district with the cuppers early on sunday you can see the whole male population coming out of the little houses outside the town they take off their boots hang them upon a stick across their shoulders and start off in all directions friday evening they return even the sochet sometimes goes away for a whole week so when should they find time to quarrel sabbath and holidays are the time for disputes AND EVERY NOW AND AGAIN THEY GET UP A DISCUSSION, START A HAIR, BUT IT IS NOT THEIR LINE, THE THING HALTS, PEOPLE ARE SLEEPY AND TIRED, HE JUST SITS AND STUDIES, OCCASIONALLY, HE SMILES, THERE IS A DISPUTE, ONLY IT IS FOR THE HONOR OF GOD, BETWEEN HIM AND THE SOCHETTE, You understand, it is seldom a ritual question arises. All the week the people use milk dishes, Sabbath meat dishes. They don't stand at the fireplace together. Questions about the fitness of slaughtered animals happen along once a year. But on that very account, they make the most of it. Turn over the whole tamald, all the codes, and there you have a quarrel. The show set is very obstinate and pig-headed and has a way of shifting his bundle of faults on to other people's shoulders. Say the rabbi is obstinate and pig-headed. Even here he had terrible bother with two things, the yeast and the house and all he smiles again through the rebetzin with the yeast it befell in the wise he had agreed with kohol for four rubles a week the previous rabbi got four rubles with the yeast but they cheated him out of the yeast he got none on the first great sabbath he preached a long sermon on leaven at passover the town was beside itself with delight everyone knows a good thing when he hears it even the most ignorant i say it is because all the souls were present at mount sinai and there everything was revealed even what scholars in time to come will deduce from what was explicitly given so that even when the soul has forgotten she recognizes whence things are and soon the town gave me the yeast just at the moment i felt a little exultation for which his dear name quickly punished me i had trouble with the yeast i had disputes to settle all week between the housewives and the rebetson one found her sabbath loaf too hard another too heavy a third said her yeast ran and people suspected the rebetson watered it what could i do i hadn't seen her do it and she said no well it was all such nonsense i can't pass a decision in a case between the rebetson and the housewives and i arbitrate if they come on friday i exchange their loaf for mine and a whole week i give a little extra geese for kliskalek altogether a dreadful worry god be praised a tailor brought some dried yeast and there was an end of it. Then as to the house, he observed the Rebetson was saving money. Let her save. Was it his affair? The children are doing well, but maybe she wishes to buy a present for a grandchild. So be it. He is not much in favor of that himself, but he is not going to fight a woman perhaps he reflects she means differently he knows many prepare for later he doesn't he says blessed be his name day by day when they die there will be a winding-sheet but he does not concern himself about it the affair of the yeast was just going on to cut a long matter short, one day someone told him a fine tale. The Rebetson had bought some timber. He came home, and sure enough, it was true. She had even engaged some workmen. She was beginning to build a house. What is it? She won't live in lodgings any longer. He interfered no further let her build and she built she took possession he he just carried over his tumult now i am a householder too but it was a long way for him to go to the house of study not of you be it said my feet have grown weak in my old age i have not many books of my own they have a rule in the house of study not to lend out any book not to the rabbi not to any head of the community when a question arose i had nothing to lay my hand on this gave me a deal of trouble but god help me there was a fire and several houses were burned down, mine among them. God be praised! The other householders had no great loss, they were insured, I was not. And Kohol, as you see, set aside for me a little corner of the house of study. End of section twenty nine. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen. Bellevue, Washington.